Welcome into episode 21 of the greatest people you've never met podcast. Today's guest joining us all the way from Mountain Lake, Minnesota, the Fox, Jordan Kirk. What's going on, brother? The Fox. What's going on, man? Good to see you as always. Good to see as you, always. brother. How how you living? How's everything? Oh, you know, just uh, wrapped up a, a pretty crappy junior high football practice. Nice. <laughs> no, life is good. Life is good, man. Listen to the recording for the, what's today, the 30th? Yeah, the solo pod. So, the solo pod, yeah. Yeah. Listen to that in the morning. Kind of got me through the morning. And nice. Here we are. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, it was It was fun. It was It was fun hearing you pull stuff out of your head. No. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Yeah, it's, it, was, it was a lot of just random stuff that we know that you enjoy, and I think that's what matters. And like you said at the beginning, you kind of forget that this is your pod. Yeah. So why not shoot the shit with yourself? You right. Know? Yeah, absolutely. So that, I mean, that was awesome. You were one of the first people to tell me that. Um, so, uh, yeah, shout out to you. I appreciate that. But uh, before we get, I mean, I have a tendency sometimes when I know people to get carried away. So uh, the people that don't know you, why don't you hit them with a little introduction of the fox? A little introduction of the fox. Yeah, so uh, as you've, I don't need to repeat my name. As you've mentioned, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it gets annoying, like uh, best man speech. For those of you who don't know me, uh, I'm Jordan Kirk. There you I'm go. I'm pretty sure I did that. So. Yeah. Shoot. Uh, no, but uh, one of the things that you've kind of mentioned through some of your pods, uh, meeting people through football. Well, I'm one of those guys. Yeah. You know, we had the uh, the amateur football stint. Um, you were the OC. I was just another fat lineman. Uh, you kind of went over that with Matthew. That was actually fun hearing some of that stuff. You guys would meet up and like legit game plan. Like, yeah. holy cow. Holy yeah. cow. We were into it, man. It was fun. No, it's, it's, and if you had our ages up together, we're 69. That was our <laughs> big thing. Fun. Do you remember that, that first year that you played? Yeah, no, that, yeah, that yeah. was, that was, uh, that was fun because you had a lot of younger guys. Yeah. Um, but more importantly, I am the person. That you post a video of on Facebook every, every year, year yeah. on August 27th. Yep. For those of you that have Benny on <laughs> Facebook, you can look up one of his posts, whatever, August 27th. Watch the video. Um, I'm that guy. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, <laughs> I'm that guy. Great story. Uh, now I know I say it every week and I fail to. And I'm trying to get better at social media. Um, but uh, I'm going to I'm gonna post it uh, for sure to the uh, the pod Instagram page so everybody can see it. Uh, Jordan Kirk is one of my favorite naps of all time. And uh, when I posted that, uh, like Ton had said, she remembers seeing that on Barstool, obviously long it, before she It was. It was. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if it was Barstool U. I don't think it was like their actual page. Right. But like it made a big deal it was no it was a big deal like 200,000 some view. yeah it i'm not trying to get some uh you know attention but mlbojfk66 on twitter yeah take time out of your day you're having a bad day you need a laugh if you don't laugh you might not have a soul yeah everyone that's seen it a hundred times they'll laugh that a hundred and first time it's oh. my pin tweet oh my gosh it's, it's just so uh, good jordan because it's <laughs> I mean, for people that don't know you, you are an incredible athlete, right? I think we both fit into that category of incredible athletes. Um, but yep. it's just hilarious. You're just running down that hillside and, uh, you know, a little four-foot jump. I mean, it's not – it's a it's a big deal, but you got a little tripped up and found the creek and bed. It's – so I'll, I'll do justice. I can't defend myself because I'm not athletic, and I just fell straight into a creek. So it was essentially homecoming for the spring up at SMSU, good old Marshall. And we were at a house, walked to the spring football game, took a different route on the way back. And I'm with a bunch of Division II basketball players who are obviously athletic, yeah. just like me. Right. And, yeah, totally. And, well, Derek Hart was actually with. So. Okay. Not going to ten. Drake's brother. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... <laughs> 
we're wearing like we're all wearing jerseys. Um, I have one of my brother's nicer jerseys. I can't remember if it was Benji Wilson, but it was like a it was, it was a nicer one. And I take it off, and I'm like, here, hold on to this. I don't know what's gonna happen. Um, I walk down to the creek and I feel it out. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm gonna make a running jump at this. I don't care if I fall past the creek. I I just need to clear it. I mean, everyone's just broad jumping, whatever, six yeah. feet, seven feet, like totally fine. And before I even make my stride, I don't know what you want to say. I even go, you guys might want to record this because like in the reality of things, why would they just be randomly recording it? Right. Well, it's because the Fox told them to. Yeah. And yeah, I, uh, I start my run. My right leg, I think, just sinks into a soft spot, and I just go there down. Is, it, it, I'm I'm gone. My yeah. my arm just goes under me. I land on it. My head just like whiplashes into. Thankfully, it was soft, muddy, wet crap, whatever. <laughs> and kudos to me for being a good brother because I didn't ruin his jersey, yeah. but I also ruined my phone. Yeah. So you know. And your pride. When so, yeah, I, yep, yeah. Cheers to you. No, yeah, I will post like it for everybody to see. It's great. I don't know who jumped right before you, but they. I think it was. I'm pretty sure it was uh, my roommate MJ. Dillon. That's what I thought. I thought it was MJ, Short, but it wasn't for I, sure. Yeah, but yeah. So MJ just literally like <sighs> jumped. And he's Five ten, five yeah. eleven. Just a normal size human. I probably could have. I could have sta- stood right in front of the creek and just fall forward and clear it. Yeah. I wish I just would have walked and right through shoe my shoes. You just hear MJ say, "Low mud, not bad," and then all of a sudden Fox goes <laughs> down. Dude. But no, that's great. But yeah, I do post it every year on your birthday. Uh, it's all love. Uh, it just brightens people's and, day, you know. Yeah, and I got that random happy birthday wish from I don't know who the hell that person was. So yeah, to them and then everybody, birthday. yeah, everybody, you know, new people, you know, they see it and they love it. So, uh, but yeah, I met uh, I met Fox uh, when I was coaching the South Central Hogs and uh, the amateur football days, and uh, that's I kind of alluded to it in Matthew's podcast because this is kind of what we've talked about doing and. Uh, we really grew a uh, great friendship and uh, had the honor of being in Jordan and his wife Allison's wedding last summer. And She uh, says hi, too. Yeah, hi, Allison. Make Ton sure says hi. Benny. Yeah, Ton said hi, too. Uh, we all say hi to each other. Jonah look would at probably that. say hi, too, if Jonah you can talk. Well, let's get on it. Dog. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, no, so, yeah, we met, uh, and then we, we really struck a friendship up. And uh, over the years... Uh, yeah, it's kind of funny. I mean, we did meet one other time before that, but we had no t- clue who each other was. We, uh, I was a, a junior high coach for the Jags <laughs> at the time. It was early on in the Jags, and you were up in the booth, and we were standing right next to each other. And uh, those were some tough days for the Jags. We started a bunch of freshmen that year, and <clears throat> it was not a, a, a lot of fun. But uh, yeah, that was the first time we met. We just didn't know who each other was, and that's just just literally we might have actually touched elbows we did we yeah. could have yeah and it might have actually pissed me off like why is this guy why is this guy me? so fucking like, close to me <laughs> yeah. this is my press box right so uh no dude uh i guess uh yeah i guess go from there uh what's what uh let's just jump into it what's your favorite amateur football memory of all time oh jeez. so like you i could approach this from many different angles. I could go from like, I could easily say this past year. Sure. Winning it. Um, but being that this is your podcast and it is still, I, I, I think you might know where this is. Oh, this I is do. Still very, a very, very memorable moment. Yeah. It was in 2019. And, you know, I, I, I thought we had the best team when everyone was there, and yeah. I'll take that to the grave. I look at the – I should have been a, a chach and put the trophy over my sh- – the traveling trophy. <laughs> that would have been good. But not going to be about that. Um, We have to drive to Winona. Yeah. From Mountain Lake, or I should say even Fairmont, that's no short drive. Yeah, because I drove and up to Mountain Lake, <clears throat> and then we, then we drove over. So that's oh, like a four-and-a-half-hour drive. That was 
when the dog's in the yeah. dog. <laughs> anyways, anyways. So we're driving and it's it's raining the whole way there. We played this team earlier in the year and it wasn't pretty. No. Um, they talked about how, well, if you play us at home, you know, we'll have our squad, yada, yada, yada. Let we me preface this a little bit. So Jordan's dad, Tim, Kirk, shout out go. Timmy K, GOAT, uh, he coached with me as well. Uh, and then uh, so TK was just kind of like the head coach. I mean, he's a state champion head coach in the state of Minnesota. And really knew how to how to run a team and – uh, it actually helped me grow a ton as, as a as a coach, uh, just standing next to him and learning. But we kind of knew, like, once we got to the summertime, as we were both high school coaches, that like summertime we could talk shit because everybody was adults, right? Like you can you can just you can essentially be, and that that kind of sounds not hypocritical, but you can be essentially the coach like you want to be, right? You know, you you deal with the BS, right? Oh, coach. The swearing coach yeah. said this, Me. said that, like, yeah, that Bennett Senf is the swearing coach. Yeah. Shout out, you know who you are, but yeah. you won't listen. It's fine. Um, no, she's not doing it. You can, <laughs> you can just approach it totally differently because, yeah, we're adults. We right. get it. We've been through it, you know? And I think, so, I mean, before we jump too far into this, like, I think, like, the biggest <laughs> thing about amateur football is, like, you're literally just doing it because it's a bunch of guys that love the game. Uh, Minnesota is also big on, like, town baseball, and it's the same thing where you have guys yeah. hold on into their 40s. Did you, you probably may not have seen it. There was an amateur baseball game that went into 21 innings. I didn't see last that. night or two nights ago. Yeah, really? wild. So 21 innings. There's a lot of good amateur stuff uh, in that area, but uh, – before Jordan hops back to the story, I just want to say the head coach or like the owner or organizer of this team out of Winona, he apologized to Jordan's dad, Tim, and said, because we beat him down. And I think we won like 60 to six or something. It wasn't close. And he said, you know, hey, when you guys, exactly, when you guys come play us, we're going to have a full squad. And I promise it'll be a much better game. So we're like, oh. okay, sounds good. Um, but yeah, I'll let you take it away. You were telling the story. Sorry to cut you off there, but. The more details, the better, because it's 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 something that I can look back at and look back at it and go, "Wow, I got hyped!" Yeah. So, back to we got to Winona. It's raining the whole time. We have our A squad. Pretty much everybody that we need moving forward in the playoffs is there. We get there and we probably well, I don't know. Do we wait an hour at least? They want to just keep delaying it and keep delaying. And it, it wasn't even like lightning; it was just literally torrential no, downpouring. It was pouring like, an inch an hour. Of, it was crazy. Yeah, it's. I mean, I like playing in crappy weather. It just it's it's a different feel, and it yeah. makes me feel like oh yeah, I'm I want to do this, but yeah, there there was no reason why we couldn't get going. And like I said, I don't know how long we waited, but we finally get going. Um, long story short, it was 68 rip at half. At half time. At, at half. Yeah. 24 and minutes only, of gameplay. <laughs> the only first down oh. the opposing team had was because our A1 QB. Franchise. Was that franchise. He, uh, he was at linebacker decides to get a late hit, whatever. First down. It's fine. I'm honestly. We were almost having a perfect game. I don't think that. I was running the defense at that time, and as a point of pride, I don't think we'd given up a yard yet, if I'm being completely honest. I mean, you don't get up 68 nothing at halftime by giving up anything. And we might have given up one here or there, but uh, we had two very solid linebackers. I mean, that whole squad was, was great, but having Franchise wild. and Drake playing linebacker that game against literally, like, obviously you can tell the caliber of the team we were playing – it was like we were playing a junior high with against grown men. I think, okay? I think the best spitting image, or however you want to say, you find that picture somehow of Carter lined up against that the defensive number back. 52 playing corner, and he weighed 105 pounds, and my, my brother, fingers were the size of his, his arms. My brother to fill you in got, well, first of all, he's Jordan Cook's brother. Yep. He got invited to Seahawks rookie training camp. He had a one-day trout with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I uh, got invited to Minnesota Gophers Pro Day. So, like, this kid, 
also 6'6", six, six, about 245. Right. And then number 52, um, like you just said. 5'7", pounds. <laughs> so, so we finally get to halftime, like we said, 68 rip. And I don't honestly know the conversation you had with oh. – if you want to fill me in on sure. that part. Because the part that happens after is where I'm going to eventually get to. Yeah, so <laughs> – it was 68 nothing at halftime, as previously mentioned. Um, and, you know, these guys had promised us, like, oh, they were going to have a better team when we came and saw them. And we should have known it was going to be bullshit. But you also have to realize, like, everybody pays to play. And like I said, you're, you're playing because you love football, and you're just with a bunch of guys that love football. And they kept delaying the game because they wanted us to forfeit. And we weren't going to do that. We were there. We're a full squad. Like, we're here. We're not going anywhere. And so then we we did kick off. But at halftime, you know, I kind of jog across the field. I'm like, yo, we calling it? You know, like, it's 68 rip. Like, let's just, you know, keep everybody alive on your team and get the hell out of here. And they're... Kind of like a, like, a, like a courteous thing to do. Right, like, like hey, like... Like, seriously. Yeah, we're not going to lose this game, obviously. Um, it's pretty well in the bag. But... Uh, I'm just going to commandeer this story because it gets me so fired up. Uh, their head coach and the referee is standing right there, and I said, hey, are we going to call this? And he goes, nope, we're going to play the whole thing. And I looked at him. I said, you're fucking kidding me. And he said, nope, we're playing. We're playing four quarters. And I said, no, we're not. Like, you're kidding. And he's like, well, if you want to be done, you can forfeit. I was like, well, I don't think we can forfeit. We're up 68. So... Throw the two on the board for the forfeit score. We still win by 66 points. Uh, but I remember turning back then after oh. after he had told me they're not going to quit. And I screamed at our sideline and I said, we're going to score a fucking hundred. Several times. And I was super fired up. And you guys really didn't understand what was going on because everybody's kind of like, are we done? What's he going and I'm just across the field, and I'm like, we're going to fucking score 100. And then everybody's like, yeah, yeah. And it was like, <laughs> you could just see, like, 40 dudes on our sideline just, like, rise up. And was, like, that, if, we, if we didn't demoralize them enough, yeah. I was prepared to do unspeakable things. It, within the rules of the game, obviously. Right. You know, but it would have game. been terrible. I just, when you said that, because that, that's the moment. What's your favorite moment? That is the moment. Because it's not like there were really any playoff implications on the line. I don't no, think. No, they were terrible. We were a good. a playoff game. Right. It was just – and I've, I've seen you um, kind of like in your, your moment where, like, you're fired up or it, I can see the passion. Yeah. Um, but, like, that moment was, like – Oh my gosh! If Benny could pad up, he's gonna pancake every kid in his way. Yeah, and I'm just like, this is for Benny. We are scoring a hundred. We are doing this. And like you said, seriously, all of us were just like, oh my gosh, let's let let's make it happen. We're scoring a hundred, right? And I had every intentions of doing that. Yeah, I think we would have within the first twenty plays of the next half. Long story tiny. short, the refs saw that happen they told me to calm down i said nope they don't want to be done we're scoring 100 and they're like you got to calm down and i was like nope and so they finally went and talked to him we did not play the second half of that game (laughs) (laughs) because i think the ref literally went over and looked at that guy and was like they might actually score you guys might like possibly die like literally oh man it sounds yeah. so pathetic. Like, it does. Kind of thinking, running it back through my mind right now. But like in the moment, like from from their perspective, like I, I I'm kind of a person that puts myself in other people's shoes. Yeah. For the most part, like I get the whole pride thing. Um, I get the whole like, oh, if we forfeit, I don't I don't want to show my team that we're we're gonna give up or quitters. But like. Out of honestly respect of the game, in that situation, when you guys pretty much forced, hey, you should forfeit. Yeah, like just let's let's move on well, because that was just. And that's the thing. Like, I'm sure there's somebody listening to this podcast and they're laughing because they know, like, they thought they knew what the hogs was about. 
or the Lakers now. And I know people like crack jokes about it. And I have obviously said throughout this pod, like it's guys at, you know, the love of the game. But the thing is, is like, I think most people that do this stuff is you make a dedication to it. Right. And then you, yes. you know that there's like actually people that you're letting down and we've had some dog fights and there's been some really fun times. And I'm not going to say like, those have been some of my favorite football memories, but some of them have because it's just it's sometimes it's a ragtag crew and we've literally like you've had a fight for everything and I yeah you know I would say some of those games, um, some of those games where we've played with super limited numbers, I cherish that so much because not n- no really nice way of putting it. For the most part, there there will be guys that probably shouldn't play. Correct. Normally, if everyone's 100%. there. But those guys are out there. They are competing. Yeah. And like that's that's kind of your 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 core that represent your team. Yeah. Because if like I'll dive I'll dive in a little bit into the whole amateur thing right now. Like it is real football. Right. A bunch of us guys have either stopped playing college we didn't play college um it's just another opportunity because yeah. we we all love football and like and like for us before you go on i, I think it's also important to know that like jordan talked about we've had guys that we've coached and he's played with that were in nfl training camps or uh played arena oh, league there's you know? i have um, yeah i, I mean I we had john wolf who was the Division Two Heisman winner? He was the Harmon Trophy winner, and we had him for a season, and that was incredible. And then to have guys like your brother. So I mean, it's not like just a ragtag guys that didn't play JV football. Uh, some of the squads, yes, that is very much so the case. Uh, <laughs> but we ran a very elite level thing, and we took it very and even seriously. Like amongst the league, there's right. there's a list of people, and I I I'll honestly get into that a little bit too. But it's it's not just one of those things where it's like I had so years ago, um, I think second year with the Hawks, one of my buddies was about was considering playing, and their dad came up to me and he goes, you know, like is hey Jordan, is is this real football? And I just I I honestly didn't understand the question. And I was like, what do you mean? Well, like do you guys do flag football or what is what is it? And I'm not saying flag football isn't competitive because I've seen videos of flag football. It's like, wow, these guys are athletes. Right. But, like, this is pads. Yeah. Officiating, tackling, hitting, jaw jacket. Like, this is real. I, I'm sorry. I don't want to play two-hand touch. I don't want to yeah. play flag football. I don't want to play powder puff, whatever it may be. Right. Like, this is this is all about a group of guys coming together. And like I said, real football, you pay to play. This isn't we're, – we're not signing no damn contract. Yeah, it's not semi-pro for the people that might be listening no. to this that are even in the league and think that it's semi-pro <laughs> football. No, uh, not at all. You worry about transportation. Right. Oofta. You worry about your own gear. Yes. Um, and it's just, yeah, like I said, a bunch of random guys coming together that still love football. Um you respect the part of it where people have lives too. Yep. And so like weddings happen. Yeah. You have obligations to people that are also a part of your life. Right. Um, you, you kind of have practices. Well, we had one and we were the champs. So yeah. we talk about practice, <clears throat> you know, and it's, it's one of those things where I can't say there's no structure, but from some perspective of it, we, like we said, we only have one practice. We don't know if guys are going to make it to the game. Right. And most important, I, I will take this to the grave, um, the brotherhood that you create in football. And I'm sure some people that are listening, well, basketball, and I won't argue that at all. Right. But from my experience, the brotherhood you build in football is it's unique. It's it's it, it, it's you can't really explain it unless you're a part of it, right. you know. And we yeah, we become this mini family. Um, and you picking back way back to when we were kind of talking, I don't know, whatever, growing as people, friends, football was obviously what brought us together. Right. But it's who we are as people that, you know, Connected kept us close. Us. Correct. And I thank football every day for all that. Cause 
you know me and my family yeah. eat, sleep, bleed, breed, whatever it is, football, football, right. football. Right. And I'm sure Allison's like, oh, I'm getting sick of tech. No, she's, <laughs> she's a trooper. She's a trooper. But, like, that's that's the reality of amateur football. You know, no. it, it's not high school. You know, pads are provided. Right. We have boss saying blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, we're on our own. And, I mean, there's also um, – We really are on our own. There's different uh, I think. levels to it, you know. Um, like, uh, I think, you know, there's teams that don't have anything. Um, Maybe one of these times I'll cue back in. There you go. There you are. I might cue back. I was, I was literally rent. I'm like, well, I probably disconnected. Here we are. No, you're good. My Wi-Fi says we're three bars. That's a lie. Assholes. No, we're good. Um, but yeah, so, uh, just tying that all up, I think that there's, uh, definitely situations where guys don't have it as good as others. And, uh, you know, we're, we're extremely fortunate to, to be on groups that kind of, um, did whatever it took to be successful. Uh, so that was, that was the big difference, right? Yeah. Kind of going off of that too. Um, that's who become that's who become like that's who becomes like their family right like they these these saturdays whatever we're in Truman or you know we're in mountain lake yep um like that's what they look forward to correct and i i do it too my family loves it um everyone else loves it and so it's you know, I, I get the whole, oh, these people are washed up, yada, yada, yada. But come to a game, give it a chance. Right. Just understand we're we're not just out there. We're out there because we want to be there. And it is. It, there's a connection that all that brings. And it's, yeah, it, it's something that you can't explain it too much unless you've experienced it. Right. So I'm sure people are thinking, well, I haven't experienced it. I don't get it. It's okay. Just Benny and I know what we're talking about. We're yeah. always right. Yeah. Uh, go experience <laughs> it, though. I really do. I think I think you could have a ton of fun. I think there's different situations. Like I said, uh, I think, you know, some of the some of the small town, um, the teams especially do better, like uh, Lake Benton. Uh, that was always a fun place to play or coach. I mean, that, they, that's Saturday. Cool. I mean, Lake Benton's probably a town of maybe 300 people uh, in uh, kind of roughly. Central, Western, uh, close to the South Dakota border uh, in Minnesota. And uh, every time we'd play over there, like, people would be all the way around the field in trucks and, like, you know, they're drinking and they're cussing at you. And, I mean, but it was fun. I'm not saying alcohol makes everything better. But it does. When there's a bunch of – when they're (laughs) – Drink. When there are a bunch of fans who have alcohol in their system, yeah, and they are shit talking me, shit talking my team, us, whoever it may be, that is an atmosphere, right? It may sound not classy, no, like that's that's what we want, right? Like after some of those games, I got offered like two to three beers, right? And granted, I had been sweating, so like two to three beers felt like a normal way more right but like the, and and those people too afterwards they would be like man that was a great game love yep. having you guys like they appreciate it just as much as we did right and, and that, i mean it, yeah, yeah it's tied into some of them communities and that's that's what always made it fun and uh you know just like uh town ball in minnesota and i think if you're in one of those communities some communities like i said it's clearly better than others but Sometimes them town ball games are just as fun to go to, oh. you know, like as like a moon yeah. game. It just depends on where you're at and how prideful people are of what they have. And I think that goes to say for anything, you know, I mean, there's some people yeah. that are certainly like, well, if we're going to do it, we're going to do it a hundred percent. And I know you weren't really around, uh, when Jay was running the hogs, but when I was playing, you know, like Jay would have halftime shows and shit. Uh, Damn, that would have been fun. You know, but it, it was like it was like a real thing. Like uh, he'd get yeah. like these frisbee dogs, and they would do all these tricks and shit. And like the the people with the uh, hula hoops and spinning the bowls and stuff. I mean, like we had yeah. real stuff going on, and so it was an event, and it was cool um, to be a part of that. And uh, you know, I, I like I said, I'm I'm extremely thankful for all that. But 
Uh, you had some talking points there, Fox. I don't know if you've if you've hit them or, or not. But why don't you? Uh... Well, so we we kind of mentioned, um, you know, some of the guys that have been in this league or that we've played with. Yeah. And so I I wrote down um, a few things. Okay. Or if I should say a few guys, and it's just it is one of those things where it's like, oh, like there's there's actually some football players in this league. Right. I get it. Yeah. I, I when uh, um. When Bibbs actually reached out to me the very first time, I think it was the year before I first joined. Hey, want to sign up first to play some football, amateur football? Like I was once there. I won't yeah. even deny it. I'm like amateur football. That sounds stupid. Right. Well, totally wrong. Right. So, but this is yeah. We we talked about Wolf. Um, we talked about my brother. Um, I don't. I I'm, I could be wrong about this one, but you remember Darian Strong? Yeah. Running back. Was he was he not in the CFL at one it point? He was. Like that that's a big deal. Right. Like that's that's a essentially a professional athlete. Yeah. You know, he got paid to play NFL, football. But still, yeah, right. he, he got paid. Like, oh hey, by the way, you're gonna go down to Worthington, Minnesota right. and run all over some uh, um but uh also uh Chuck Tack, yep. kicker at Nebraska. I'm not I'm not sure the whole professional perspective i heard he might have been on maybe a practice squad whatever it may uh, be i don't i don't know about all that i do remember him banging home a 65 yarder on her asses at once so well and that so that <laughs> i know that whole thing that. skewed because we were playing in iowa so for those that don't know Jordan, I, yeah we we're a part of a league the spfl and it was all nine-man football and uh and yeah you guys we got a locker room right inside for you uh, sorry, side story, but, uh, we, uh, we were down playing the Midwest rampage and, uh, they were good. We were good. And, uh, it was a 40 yard field and kind of didn't really pay attention. And it's on me. 80. I was, I was 23 years old. Right. Uh, yeah. 80 yard field. Excuse me. Say 40. Uh, that yeah, yeah. We play real football, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I, I remember going for it on fourth down right before halftime uh, with literally like six seconds left. And I was just trying to take a shot to the end zone because it was close. And, yeah, we didn't, and we ran like a half a second off the clock. So then they come out, and they line up, and I'm like, there's no way they're kicking this. And I'm like, wait a second. And it's literally halftime <laughs> when I realize we're playing on an 80-yard field. And, yeah, Chuck Tack, he nailed home. I think it was like 62 or 63 yards. Perfect conditions yeah, right down the middle. Just Nailed it. Uh, there was another guy on that Midwest Rampage. You got his name wrote down? I, oh, yeah. <laughs> I shit you not. He's the next person. Good. <laughs> I shit <laughs> So this person that he's talking about, his name is Joe Kaysen. Yeah. Um, Google him. That People want to make the jokes about not being athletes. About, but this, no, this specific. He's my daddy. Yes, literally. Uh, look up. I, I, I'm dead serious. Look up Joe Kason. J O E C A S O N. Yeah. Um. Played at UNI MMA fighter. I wish I could have seen this experience that I'm about to explain in third person. Um. So I'm I, I'm a guard. And and nine man, it's essentially a tackle. And this man, this absolute dude, goes to the defensive end. He bull rushes me, and um, I'll be honest, I I do remember, but I don't remember a lot. He, my dad said I was in midair. Oh my god, my you were literally parallel to the ground. I've never seen. A person just get God. thrown slash hit like that. I mean, that's got to be the hardest you've ever been hit in the game of football, is it not? I couldn't. There was actually, I had a blindside ear hole in high school that I actually didn't feel it, but I know, no. When it comes to feeling it, yes. This yeah. guy, like I said, seriously, take time. That is a freak. Joe Case and pause it. Like, you will see him, and it's – Go to images. Make sure you, the the dude's a he's a man. Yeah. Um. I it's it's one of those things where if I were to see him again, like I would take him. I would not back down in heartbeat just because older, wiser, stronger, right. whatever. But but 
I still think he would. Oh, we'll just leave it at that. Yeah, no, we'll just leave it at that. But this guy is, yeah, played in the same football game as I did. Can't emphasize enough how much of a dude he is. Yeah, no, he is. Um, And so, so this one, I I reminded kind of myself as I was making this little list. Um, Fred Jackson's brother, yeah, played for a team out of Northern Iowa. His twin brother. Expand. Was it twin? Yeah. And to expand off of that, Fred Jackson, running back for the Buffalo Bills, was in Truman, Minnesota. (laughs) He sure was. Watching us. (laughs) Fred Jackson. Yeah. A professional football player. I mean, that's probably that's probably the point in case if you think like it's bullshit football or you think it's a big joke. That guy's literally played and seen the best and like do you think he would travel two and a half hours to watch his brother play a game right. away from their hometown if he thought right. it was a joke or shitty football? You know what I mean? Like, like that dude probably won people money in fantasy. Right. Yeah. No, he for had sure he two did. or three, like, really good. Yeah. He was at one Jackson, point probably dad, a top 10 running back in the NFL. Yeah. And I remember my dad, um, after he's like, oh my gosh, I got to go say hi. He won, because he claims he had him one year because he had, like, uh, in fantasy, did TK did TK say, "Hey, I had you in fantasy football when he met Fred Jackson"? He probably did. That would be that would be a goat move. Like if you're gonna meet I, somebody, I just be like, "Hey, picture." No, you guys do. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. That's no, oh yeah. By the way, you won me like twenty five bucks in week seven in two thousand and fifteen because yeah. I was a top scorer. I was in Fanduel. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out I put you me. as my MVP two times, yeah. and you rushed for 150 with three touchdowns, and you won me a bunch of money, which actually will be able to – I have another another person. Um, I'll just go straight to him. Ashoka Latu. Oh, here's that the deal. Actually, Yeah, you go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. So tight end for Alabama. Cam. Brother. Cam Latu. And uh, starting defensive end at, the, at Oklahoma State, Nate Latu. Uh, they're both going into their senior years right now. Nate played at Snow Community College, then transferred to Oklahoma State. Um, and then Cam has been at uh, Bama the whole time. I think last year he actually set the record for most touchdowns in a season. Uh, yes. I remember texting ba- uh, Shoka, excuse me, during the national championship game uh, last year. And that's when, I mean, I should have broke some news. That he was coming back, uh, but he'll probably realistically be a, at minimum a second round pick if he stays healthy this year. Uh, kid's a stud, and uh, his brother was too. Shout out Shoka, uh, that guy was an animal. He played at uh, St. Cloud State, uh, yeah, yes, he, and that's when they were close to like tip top in the yeah. SIC, I think. Yeah, uh, no, that guy was an animal. Shout out, I mean, yeah, they were good, but yeah, that's a good one. And that's that's the that's wild too because. So yeah. Cam, I believe, started at D end. So uh, I think he played D1, linebacker. What did he? Did he? Whatever it was, yeah. I, I, but I'm I'm pretty sure he switched positions three times. Yep. If you're going to do that at Alabama, you're probably a specimen. Yeah. And so, and I think I think Shoka is actually bigger than all of them. He is. That's the. I, I'm, the, I'm pretty sure he is. The, I mean, he's just a, they're they're monstrous people. Obviously, last name Latu. They're 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 Polynesian people. Uh, yep. They are they are mammoths. I mean, they are huge, and they are also <laughs> some of the nicest people I've ever met in my life. Uh, oh yeah, I remember so, when Shoka was living guy. in living in Mountain Lake, uh, and everybody was like scared of him because they'd see this six foot five Samoan walking around town, obviously in a town of Hutterites in southwestern Minnesota, <laughs> and people were scared of him. And then you talk to him once, and he's literally like the gentle giant of a human. Uh, yes, but yeah, it's, it's yes. that's a good one, dude. And that's that's actually my uh, the first game I ever brought him to was yeah. uh, out in Lake Benton. Again, Lake Benton, yeah, great atmosphere as we mentioned. Um, 
That was when that. That's. I think that was the same game that Cow's kid was there. Got whatever. Yeah, he had like three picks. picks. <laughs> didn't play again. Yeah, fine. Never, never saw the but, kid uh, again. <laughs> Shout out Nick Cow's if you're alive. Uh, I think he played at MSU Mankato. Guy showed up for one game at three picks. Took two of them back to the crib and said, "This shit's way too fucking easy." <laughs> so now we resort back to the shit. This is only amateur football. Yeah, oh but, my uh, gosh. Um, we were there. And, I mean, the competitive juice came out in Shoka because that was his first time competing in such a long time. Yeah. And these guys were chirping at him. And he was kind of yelling back at him. And my initial reaction, I, I grabbed him. I was like, Shoka, don't. And he just looks at me, and he just gives me a glare that put the fear of God in my eyes. But I grabbed him like, Shoka, not, not worth it, man. Don't do it. And he looks at me. And he just he glares into pretty much my soul. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there like, oh my gosh. Realizes it's me. Okay, I gotta kinda relax, whatever, go from there, whatever, continue to play. And like that's when going back as to how kind of nice of a guy he is, it's like, all right, dude, snap back to reality. It is what it is. Cause I drove him back on the way back. He's like, Yeah, dude, thanks for Thanks for helping me out with that. I yeah. just I just haven't played in a while, and I just it made me miss it more and more. And my my emotions were just, and I was like, dude, no worries, man. That's that's why we play, though. Right. You know. No, that was. But that uh, was that was that was a. Again, that was one of those games too, like Benton. Fun atmosphere. Yeah, I do remember that game. Uh, I mean, that first year. I will say, too, that was a hell of a learning thing. And Matthew and I have talked about it. And if you listen back to the Matthew Wood podcast, you know, we talked about it like that was probably like the most we've had moments where we've been pissed at each other, but it's only been during games. And I think you can only think one time at the at the dome. Uh, By the way, I was center. Yeah. No, you you were. Yes, I was. No, I thought Derek was. Nope. But it what when was you said that I'm like, nah man, I was But scared. okay, so then let's clear this up. Was it a bad snap or did Wolf drop it? No, so I I actually watched it and in the transition you Alright. I was I've I've been a center. Weren't you a center? Yeah, I was. Smartest center. smartest people in the world. Exactly. Under center you can't really have a bad snap. It's a Correct. shotgun no, you're, I can you, vouch. Like but at some point in the transition of him getting the ball, bringing it back to whoever the ball is going to, it just. I think. I, I know Dakota was at running back. I want to say like Mario Arroyo was at fullback. I thought I thought I saw Bibbs actually. Could have been. I don't know. I don't Regardless. remember. But uh, I do remember we were in beef because I, I touched on that. People don't know. Uh, I would just had a tendency when I got into a tough spot and I wanted to beat the shit out of people. We would just. Load it up and run it right down people's throats. And and it, was it was fun. fun. It, it was, was fun. it was fun because when you can't stop that, I mean, there's nothing better, right? As well, a player, just, is there anything better than just moving people? That was that was. Uh, Do you remember? Don't mean to <laughs> go ahead. What? No, I don't. I don't mean to dwell on this year, but like that was kind of our strong point. Right. We had a a crazy aggressive, strong, mean O line, and that's. Uh, that's kind of hard to come by in amateur. It is. You got, you got a bunch of athletes that want a 1v1 a guy. Or, I can burn this guy on the edge, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, that's, that's real. And I think when big guys are done playing, too, uh, it's probably those are the hardest guys to want to get to come back and play more. Oh, they're they're beat to hell. Right? Like, I mean, you know, there was a lot of guys that I reached out to that I played with, uh, whether it was high school or college, and I was like, you guys should come play. And they just didn't want to, and I don't blame them. Uh, I just <clears> – <throat> I just love oh, I love ball. You have to have, you have to be a special person. I mean, shout out John Miller. He's fifty eight years old and he's still playing for you guys. I mean, so that's that's one. I will. T- we're going to talk about him right now. I have, have I have to. a list of a few other guys. John Miller, um, Aurelia, Iowa, sixty one years old. Like you just said, sixty one. No, sixty one. Um, he is by far and. Maybe if there's another guy that grows older, or whatever. Maybe he is my he's my f- most favorite teammate I've ever had in my life. Um, and it all started 
at Arby's and <laughs> uh, wherever the hell we were. Uh, were we in Des Moines? Somewhere in Carlisle. Well, I don't know if yeah. it was in Carlisle, wherever it may be. Yeah. And uh, so we literally had just we literally had just played this guy. He was a center, and I was actually nose tackle. And, yeah, I met him at Arby's, talked to him for a while, and he talked about, okay, well, I think I, I think I want to play with a different team. And swapped contact information. That's one of those things where you think nothing of it. Right. You think a guy's just sudden, bullshitting you. Right. And because – you run into a bunch of people after you like beat the loving snot out of someone. Oh, well, they're yeah, they complete guys next year. Yeah, I'll get the ball. Yeah. Like, oh, you guys are good. You get it. Mm-hmm. And so, gets a hold of us. Uh, first year he plays with us is when we end up. Well, we end up losing in Watertown. We're still hot. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but. He drives all the way to Watertown, South Dakota, from Aurelia, Iowa. Uh, we're getting ready. You know, I, I, t- I like when I get into the playoffs, like, like for as stupid as this may sound this past year, like that was, <laughs> that was essentially my state championship, right? These people that go to play college football, you know, they strive for that national championship or whatever it may be. Um, but so winning that for me was awesome. And to have John Miller there because of everything that we've gone through, especially this moment I'm about to explain, um, in Watertown 2019, he comes and he's he doesn't have anything with. And I'm just like, what the hell is going on? And I've got my music and he's like grabbing everyone's attention. We're in a little classroom at the school. And he's like, guys, I yesterday I, I, got, I got kicked in the thigh from my horse. I just, I love playing, but what's best for the team, it just doesn't involve me. And I'm just like, I'm trying to get like locked in and right. I have at the time, whatever, 58 year old John Miller, like breaking it down. Like guys, we, you can do this without me. You're better off without. And like, that's such a hard thing to swallow because for you to do something like that, that says a lot about your character. For sure. Like you understand and you always want what's best for the team. Yeah. And so that was, you know, obviously the last year of the hogs um, came with the Lakers and he knew like, He's 61 years old. He's getting old. He's right. starting to limp, and he accepted that so much. And in the championship game this past year, uh, towards the end, my dad asked, John, you want to get in, get some whatever, last drive. We were going to run a few times and take some knees. And he's like, no, I'm enjoying this from the sideline. You guys are doing awesome. And afterwards, we won. I go up, and I hug him. I'm an emotional person. Yeah, we I, both I hugged him, and I – That's probably why we're friends. We cry at everything. <laughs> But no, I hugged him and I just, that's when the tears started flowing because, um, yeah, to have someone like him on board, he, he drove three to four hours at times just to be on the sideline. Right. And like, those are the guys that, like I said, he, he's, he's probably the, my, my favorite, most enjoyable teammate I'll ever have. Yeah. No offense to anyone else. No, but I also think there's crazy. there's probably people sitting here that <clears throat> if they've lasted this long into the pod, uh, still a little skeptical. Two guys talking yeah. about football. Like they're probably still a little skeptical on the amateur football thing, and then you hear about a sixty-one year old playing. And I'm gonna tell you, uh, you probably come across some people some points in your life where you're like, I bet I could beat the fuck out of that guy. And if you looked at John Miller and you thought that, you're a fucking moron. <laughs> All right, that motherfucker would lock you up and throw you like a sack of fucking potatoes. Literally, man. Um, I just remember working with him a little bit when he was on the hogs on some stuff. And that's the thing. There's some, we get some punk ass, like, kids that just came out of college or high school. And they think they fucking know it all, right? And they would never want to be coached up. Here's a 57-year-old who's played football his whole life. I believe he played at least junior college football. Um, I know he obviously, but so he's played football long, literally played football longer than I had been alive. We've been alive. Yeah. And he's asking me for pointers on how to get better and how to block something. And so like, we're just going through the motions. And I remember like, I had to tell him like, Hey, take it fucking easy. Like I'm just trying to teach you how to block (laughs) something here. But like, he's just one of those dudes. He's just a, a mammoth human. Uh, John Miller doesn't even have a cell phone. Uh, so <laughs> I have, 
He doesn't have a cell phone. He doesn't have Facebook. I have to text his wife. Yeah. He did. She was she was phenomenal. Like that's another thing too to branch off of communicating with people oh. in this. It it's the it is the worst. It's tough. We have a Facebook page. I post a poll every week, whatever random announcements. Yeah. Hey, can you make the game? Oh, we got twenty one yeses. Weird. Thirteen show up. Right. Oh, I ha- blah blah like to stay in contact with people. Like we're talking about John. I I texted his wife, she would text me back, and she would just be like text back right away. Honestly, yep, we will yep. be there. Yep. Just right away. And find you and a John like, wow. what's John's wife? Name I can't remember. Teresa. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, Teresa Miller. Teresa right. or Teresa. I'm I sorry think it's, if I butchered yeah, that. Yeah, but find you a Teresa Miller. Yes. How many other wives would have been like, "Hey, you're done fucking playing football. You're 50 years old. <laughs> hey, you're 55. Hey, you're 60. You're 40. Years. Right, right. Even like, then, even but, at 40. And the, she never said no. She never missed a game. She was always there. It was an incredible he, mother Teresa, Saint Teresa. That's her. Um, but no, that incredible human. Uh, one thing I do want to touch on one little quick story. I don't know if I can make it quick. I don't know if I got that in my DNA. We're, we're not, we're not quick, fast people. My guy. No, no. Uh, you talked about having like 13 people and, uh, I think it was your first year on the team on the hogs. And we went down to Mason city, Iowa, play the North Iowa bucks. And I know it was your first year of the team because Matthew was coaching with me. And that we showed up, and here, kind of. it's, it's literally nine-man football, and I think we showed up with 13 or 14 dudes. And we were, like, yeah. number one in the league at the time. Like, we had lost, or maybe we lost to the Huskers. Uh, but we had maybe one loss or no losses, <clears throat> and then we're trying to figure shit out. And that's the thing. You don't practice every day. And that's why I loved amateur football, especially as a – as I started coaching and, and started chasing that life, it made me a better coach because I had to start to think on the fly. I had to start to adjust. Oh, so and so is not here. So, like in injury situations in high school football, I could just plug and play and figure it out yeah. how to teach a kid, yeah. right? But I just remember that game, um, and I do remember we won eighteen to like sixteen. It was so close, and they were so bad. What, and, was that the same game? It was the kickoff. The real feel was like ninety eight degrees. Oh, was, the next year. No, that was the same one. It was, and they they even they even pushed us like back. back the time so that we could it could still be kind of cool because no. it was early game, no. but it was it yeah. was like humid as shit, right? Classic Midwest oh, summer nights. But I do remember Brian Wood having to play linebacker and then come over and play wide receiver because we had nobody. And then the guy caught the game when he touched him. Yep. And that's like that's one of those moments where you talk about like, hey, like it's like just like your point of pride. Like I dedicated myself to this group of people and you know, people gave out. I mean, they it was it, that was just a that was just one of those times where I was like, I'm really happy to be around this group of people that understand like cuz I could look at those 13 people and be like they're dedicated to this and that's always meant a lot to me. Like, I don't give a shit if you're going to set up a lemonade stand and you're going all in on making the best lemonade in the world. Just fucking do it, you know? Or bourbon live on the pile. (laughs) You go all in on it. Um, But no. I mean, that was just one of those times where I I really... I was 23 at the time, and I was like, these people get it, you know? Like, they're all about it, so... Yeah, that was... Because, yeah, I remember that, too, and I... Being that it was my first year, like we mentioned, I'm just like, is this normal? Right. Well, kind of. Sometimes. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Last year, last year, not this, not this summer, the year before, our away games, number of guys that showed up, 12, 13, 14, I think 16 maybe. Yeah. And, like, those memories, granted I wasn't at one because of a wedding, um, like 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 I mentioned at the beginning, being with that group of guys that were committed, yeah. that were willing to be there, um, that that says a lot. It does. It, it really does. Because as I mentioned, some of those guys normally wouldn't play, but they stepped up. Um, they took. I don't know if I would if I would say take one for the team, but they did what it took to. Because like that's 
kind of rolling way back to like the introduction of amateur football. Yeah. Something that some people don't understand. If we have to pay, well, not pay, we have a $1,500 forfeiture check that we have to write out at the beginning of the year. Right. If we forfeit a game because we don't have players, that's out of our pocket. Gone. Like $1,500 people. I like I don't I don't think people understand that. No. If thankfully we didn't have to worry about that but like that's a real thing. Right. Th- that's such a real thing. It and, we but that's also a shout out to it. like Jay and Wiley and those guys oh, that run that league because that's how they keep it legit, years. right? Like that's how that's how they keep it legit and they make sure that there's not just and there has been teams where they were in the league for one year and then we never saw them again. And then there has been teams like that same kind of fit the bill one year gone that did forfeit games, but it makes you show up because they make you like may I mean fifteen hundred dollars to the most people in America is a lot of money, and somebody that's a, like that's a paycheck, right? Like exactly. You work your ass off for two weeks, and that's your paycheck, right? Well, I mean, that's it, it, probably more than a paycheck for most people, and that's gone for somebody. And so that's why I think we're also lucky to be a part of the the league that we are a part of, because there's horror stories and you see videos of shit all over. But I think we're fortunate. Um, just a little precursor. We are going to have to do another one of these because I don't think we've even touched on even close to anything or shared the amount of stories we want. Dude, but the, uh, the, the stories we could dive into. Um, I know. I don't know about listener discretion is advised, but it's. Oh. I will. I will just scratch the surface of it. You remember we we talked about the uh, the game down in Iowa. Uh, yeah. Super hot. Whatever, thirteen people, fourteen people. Do you remember driving down there to uh, driving Mason to City? to Mason City or uh, to uh, Carl? Oh yeah, oh yeah. The person you drove with, the conversation you had, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like I said, we haven't scratched the surface, no. my guy. That's just it. Like, uh, I mean, that was kind of the best part is. You know, it just comes back to the brotherhood and the friendships you make. But those those rides that we yeah we've shared with people or yeah that you've picked up um, yeah it's uh, some of them have been extremely different and there's definitely some people that have been extremely different. Um, yeah, I mean, there's guys that yeah I mean, I'm just gonna leave it at that. It really puts you in touch with a lot of other walks of life and what people yeah. think that that opportunity means. I mean, yeah. your dad and I have been cussed out because guys have told us they're trying to get to the league. That's not a thing, but, oh, but that's a thing. We could talk about that for so long, but it's, that's just the different. And that's also, I mean, perspective is reality. I think that yeah. also goes to think, I mean, about, you know, what people thought about the league or what they thought it was or what that opportunity was, which is, you know, also very interesting. And like you said, it's another dive down, but um, I think I speak for all of us. We've got to do some pretty sweet things. You know, you got to play in U.S. Bank. I got to play in the Metrodome. I got to coach U.S. Bank. Yeah. I mean, those those are things that most people never get to do in their life. And and that's outside of meeting people, but the experience is – I mean, are pretty top notch that we've got to experience. Oh yeah, and that 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 just kind of goes like for everybody essentially that have been on the pod with you. They have this passion, and I, I think you I think you did you say it with Riss? People are turning their passions into something that they do every day, right? And I've, obviously, I don't I don't deal with football every day, uh, but but a, a large portion of it, yeah. Um, that, that's just for everybody. So right. like the people that, um, you know, they enjoy painting, like that's their passion. It may, it may be boring hearing that people that enjoy whatever running, like yeah. that's their passion. And, and then I think that's the focus, especially of what you're doing with the pod. Um, you had, um, shoe fanatic, you had uh comedian, you've had singer, you've had, uh, Medium is that the right way yeah, of putting it? Yeah, and and you just you've had this wide variety of people that talk about what matters to them, right? And for the, I mean, 
for me personally, I, I've enjoyed listening to all of it. Some of it Appreciate may not have that. been as like up my alley, correct? Just because it's not my forte right. or passion, but it's hearing people talk about what matters to them, right? And that's that's where I think we get lost. Is opinions have now almost turned into like facts. Like, yeah. oh, your opinion is right and wrong. No, it, it's it's your opinion. Correct. Respect it, you know? No, and I mean, it's, we could go on a, on another tangent, but yeah, you're 100% right. Like, that is exactly what I want to do with this is just get people to be themselves. Um, yeah. I think, uh, you know, Jeff has said before, and obviously we're referring to Jeff Heinrich, he's been on several times, and He's asked me and he's like, I've, he's got other friends, but he's like, what's it like to be everybody's friend? And people have asked me that before, but I think the biggest thing is, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn or anything, but I've always just been no, myself. You, you can toot your own. Yeah. So you can toot your horn because you're, you're Ben, right. you're Ben Semph, and yeah. that's what matters. And that's, I've never tried to be anything I'm not or trying yeah. to fit into a crowd that I'm not going to, I like what I like. I don't like what I don't like. I don't have a fucking problem saying either way. Yeah. Right. But I think if more people did that, and that's why like, it's important for me to have on, you know, like, you know, who's coming up next. I'm not going to spoil it for anybody, but different people, different walks of life and different experiences. Cause not only can we help people, but I think if we just got people to be themselves and not worry yeah. about what everybody else fucking thought, we would have a tenfold better world. And people, yeah. and yes, do I make fun of people? You're absolutely fucking right. You're absolutely <laughs> right, I do. And I will always forever. But that's just <laughs> who I am. And I'm not, but I'm not scared to be that person. And yeah. obviously, like, there's things like, that you can't be right. Like if you're a racist, you're a piece of shit, that kind of stuff. Like, that's not what I'm saying. I just, I just want people to be more themselves and not be so scared of what the world thinks about what they're into. Like if you're into anime, go be into anime, right? Like if you love football, let's talk about it. Like that kind of stuff. So I don't know. Sign me up. Yeah. Amen. Right. I mean, that was a little bit of a yeah. tangent there. I apologize, but uh, that's just what I feel. No, I, and that's, that's yeah. what I want. And that's, Kind of, kind of not to end with this, but uh, um, it's one of those things talking about, you know, doing what you want and what's best for yourself. Um, I can remember it's like the best and worst moment with you when you came to Lakers practice and you pretty much dropped, not dropped the ball. That's not a nice way of putting dropped it. Dropped a bomb. Said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty much moving to Arizona. There's like a 95 percent chance it's happening. And at, at, at the exact moment, I'm like, dude, what, why? Right. Like, you know, we, we grew close. Um, but then you think I, I thought about it and I, I don't even remember some of the shit you said afterwards, but I'm just like, okay, he's, he's going to thrive like he wants. And, and that's what matters. You, we can't be so damn selfish when right. we hear some of these things. Yeah. And I mean, like, look, look where we're at now. Right. You you have a girlfriend. You have a job. Uh, you are doing a podcast. Like yeah. you mentioned in this, the episode aired today, the thirtieth. Um, you're twenty episode. Well, I guess twenty one now. Yeah. Like that's that's crazy to think. That's a success. Yeah. And you kind of mentioned you might have uh, some type of opportunity coming up that you might whatever talk about. Like so, like things are coming into place. And yeah. Um, you know, thank God you are not stuck um, back in that rut you were kind of in, because that's that's what my dad and I I remember talking about it afterwards. Like he's he's gonna love it, whatever he does. Yeah. And so like that's what we got to focus on. Stop stop worrying about what you think and put yourself in that person's shoes. Like they're doing what's best for them. Right. And that's that's what's always should matter. Correct. Like you uh, may, you may never agree, and that's like that's totally fine. That's okay, too, but respect it. Just respect it. Absolutely, I appreciate it a lot, and uh, not to like dive into too much personal shit, but I appreciate the message that you sent to Ton uh, after we left uh, this yeah. of July. That yeah. shit, I mean, that shit just meant a lot. But that was real, and kind of like you talked on, and I mean, that's that's why we've grown close. Is 
I mean, you've picked yeah. up on that shit, and uh, I mean, there's just different things, Fox. I could go on forever, and it's it's but, life. Yeah, but uh, and everyone deals with it, man. Yeah, so everyone yeah, deals but, with it. I mean, you've been a huge supporter of mine, and I mean, you're one of those people. I could be like, hey, dude, I'm gonna start scraping elephant shit at the Phoenix Zoo, and you'd be like, that motherfucker's gonna kill it, you know? <laughs> so I appreciate He's that. Scrape that shit clean. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, I appreciate you, brother. I appreciate that sentiment Absolutely. a lot. It means a lot. Love you, brother. Uh, you want to kiss, too, or yeah. what? Jeepers. Oh. Uh, but, uh, no, thank you so much for spending an hour with me. And, uh, excuse that me. That shit went by so fast. I told you it would. <laughs> uh, that's my favorite part about doing this is uh, you just start you just start talking, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, shit, it's been an hour. So, yeah. Uh, Thanks, brother. Appreciate you. We'll uh, absolutely. We'll have to line something up again. But uh, everybody listening at home, uh, like, comment, share, subscribe, unsubscribe, subscribe again, rate five stars. Uh, appreciate you all for listening. Some absolutely incredible things coming over the next week or two, and I cannot wait to share them with you. Uh, be good, everybody. Appreciate you. Grass only green the way you water it. Mm, grass only green the way you water it.